Maharaj Parikit continued, Now plunged, as Swarupa was, in the nectar ocean of great love, and tossed by the waves of many devotional ecstasies, the Brahmin cried out, O Krishna, Krishna, please show me he who is the crown of youths. Taking a blade of grass in his teeth, he bowed down before Swarupa, and with plaintive words asked both him and the moving and unmoving creatures there, Where is Krishna? Have you seen him? Chanting Krishna's beautiful names, grasping his guru's feet, plunged in an ocean of love, and overcome by his guru's affectionate glance, that Brahmin wept. Overcome with great love, standing up, wandering as a madman and fainting unconscious, he fell on some thorny bushes. Sri Parikit continued, O Mata, from far away came sweet, deep sounds of bamboo flutes, horn bugles, tumburus, venas, and leaf flutes. Awakened by the loud sounds, standing up and running toward them, both Swarup and the Brahmin saw Gopal Dev, splendid with dark, handsome limbs, who enjoys limitless pastimes, who, so the cows could drink the Yamuna's water, and so he could play with his friends with dancing limbs moving like the pastimes of a regal elephant, gathered everyone together, who was decorated with the ornaments of youth, who was an ocean filled with waves of handsomeness, who filled with bliss the eyes and hearts of the world, whose sweetness became newer and newer at every moment, whose handsome form had all transcendental virtues, whose ears were decorated with kadamba flower earrings, who wore a peacock feather crown, whose conch shell neck was decorated with a strand of pearls, who was splendid with a pair of yellow silk garments, whose broad chest was decorated with a great necklace of kunja and with Srivats, home of the goddess of fortune, who had a lion's waist, who was strong as hundreds of lions, whose lotus feet were worshipped by the greatest handsomeness, who was handsome with garlands of kadamba flowers, gunja, tulsi, peacock feathers, and pravala, and whose broad hips were splendid with a sash of colorful flowers, who was handsome with broad arms, splendid with golden armlets and bracelets, whose lotus fingers played the bamboo flute placed to his bimba fruit lips, whose waves of nectar flute music never heard before enchanted the people of the world, whose restless, playful lotus eyes were decorated with pastimes of slightly crooked glances, the glory of the dancing of whose archer's bow eyebrows filled with the devotee's love, whose always smiling handsome lotus face attracted the hearts of the kings of the sages. 
the sesame flower tip of whose nose was splendid with an elephant king pearl, who sometimes placed a splendid hand on the back of bumblebees of his curling locks of hair, decorated with dust raised by the cows, whose broad half-mooned forehead was decorated with Yamuna mud tilak, whose body was decorated with pictures and designs drawn in different hill mineral colors, who was an ocean filled with waves of many blissful pastimes, who sometimes assumed a graceful threefold bending posture, who, playing jokes on his flute, made his friends laugh, who decorated the earth with his footprints, and who was accompanied by his handsome and fair-complexioned elder brother, Balaram, whose age and ornaments were like his, and by his dear friends, who were also like him. Filled with the wonderful bliss of seeing him, they both fell down, offering Dandavat obeisances, their peaceful composure completely destroyed. Overcome with love for his dear devotees, and bewildered with happiness, Krishna ran to them, fell on them, and embraced them with his great long arms. His heart melting with mercy, the Lord bathed them with streams of tears of love. With both hands he pulled them and made them peaceful. Wiping tears of dust from their limbs, the merciful Lord embraced them again and again. Sitting with them on the ground, with the nectar of his words, he pleased the Brahmin. The Supreme Lord said, O Janasharma, kindness of Mathura, O saintly one, O moon rising from the ocean of the Brahmin's families, is everything well with you? Sanatana Goswami explains that the Brahmin is here placed in his eternal position as a cowherd boy, and the Lord addresses him by his name in the spiritual world, Janasharma. From now on, he will be known as Janasharma. By seeing you, I and my friends have become very happy. My heart is drawn to your mercy. I always gaze at your path. Sanatana Goswami explains that the words, I always gaze at your path, mean that Krishna anxiously waits for them, thinking, When will they come to me? By good fortune you remembered me. By good fortune, after a long time, now I can see you. I am your obedient servant. Please stay here and enjoy as you wish. Sri Parikat said, Overcome with awe, love, and bliss, he could not reply. Janasharma could not even gaze on the Lord. His eyes and throat filled with tears. He placed the Lord's lotus feet on his head and wept. Not seeing any proper gift to give, Krishna, the crest jewel of the generous, became agitated. Taking ornaments from his own body, he decorated the Brahmin and made him look like Swarupa. In this way, the Lord was merciful to the Brahmin and made him a personal friend like himself. Then Janasharma attained his desires.
Sanatana Goswami explains that the Lord made him one of his Gopa friends. By attaining his original spiritual form, the Brahmin's desires were fulfilled. That the devotees desire an attainment like this, and not material things, is described in the Srimad Bhagavatam, 11, 14, 14, 11, 20, 34, 9, 4, 67, 10, 16, 37, and 10, 83, 41 through 43.